Let me ask you, is writing a book on your someday I will do it list? You know that authoring a book can help you grow your business, but you just don't know where to start or how you'll find the time from your busy schedule to write your booklet. And what about promoting it? That seems way too complex. Well, not really, because in today's episode, we are simplifying book authoring, publishing and marketing for you. So stay tuned. Fall in love with selling as you acquire the right mindset, selling style and sales process that helps you take your business solution to more prospects, potential clients and the world at large. If you are a women entrepreneur who is looking to get more sales, scale and sustainability in your business, you have reached the right place. I'm Roshni Baronia. Your host for the show is The Sales, which is all about helping you bring your authentic and influential self to each sales conversation. Hey Josna, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Roshni, for having me on your show. So, Josna, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Uh, sure. So, I'm from Chennai. I'm the founder and CEO of Happy Self Publishing. I'm also a TEDx speaker and author myself of a best-selling book. I coach other people to become authors. I'm also a mom of two kids. I am a Zumba dancer and a solo traveler. Wow, that is something I really love about you, the Zumba dancing. And yeah, <laughs> that is something which I will take to some point in the life. Okay, so like you've mentioned, uh, Josna, that you are into self-publishing and help people become authors. So, and since this podcast is all about sales and business, how to grow your sales. So tell us a little right. bit about how can authors build a business around their book or if I put it differently, how can a book become a part of one's business strategy? Sure. I think a book is a very uh, pure form of marketing because when somebody is reading your book, they know it's not a webinar or a brochure where they're going to be sold something. They read with the intention of learning, of getting inspired. And I think that way an author should just selflessly first add a lot of value to the reader through their book. And of course, a part of the reader's will not stop with the book. They may be those action takers who don't just need motivation, but they also need ex- some extra handholdings. Uh, they need some extra steps that they need to take to get some real results. So those are the uh, readers who will not stop with the book, but they will want to go to the next step. And that next step could be the author's podcast or the author's blog, but they're giving more content, which is for free. But that way they can start engaging with the conversation with the reader. I call this my author funnel. So in the first step is your book. After somebody reads your book, they check out, they want to know more about you. They look at all the other pieces of content that you provide. They start engaging with a conversation with you. And then a portion of them are now willing to open their wallet and pay for your products and services. And at this stage, I think every author should have a low value product, which is not so expensive that one has to really think too much. It can just be at the entry price point. And this could ideally be an online course, a membership community, something that doesn't really cost much. And then as the next step, so this step was the paid value. And the last and the most important step is the premium value, which could be anything like one-on-one coaching, group coaching. It could be consultation with the corporates. It could be speaking engagements or done-for-you services. So what I see is that a lot of people have one or two things in the funnel, but by just ensuring that every single piece is there in the funnel, it's a very organic and a very natural progression 
for the reader of the book. So I think that way a book can be really connected to the business. Common mistake, Roshni, that a lot of authors make is they have a great business and they have a great book, but there is no connection between the two. So I highly recommend people that when you choose a topic for your book, make sure it's connected to your business. Make sure your target reader is exactly your target client for your business as well. And people don't magically move from the book to the author's website. So there has to be a connect there as well. And I call that the author magnet. You can call it a book magnet, a lead magnet, whatever. So what happens here is inside the book, an author has to strategically give something for free. Why? Because you may have a million readers, but Amazon or any platform for that matter will not tell you who your readers are. Your book may be selling, but people may not be visiting your website. Therefore, it's important to give away something of value other than what you already cover in the book. It could be an action guide. It could be a free assessment, something that's really simple, but it's connected to the book. And people will think that it's a no brainer to just click that link, enter their name, email and get that free bonus. So that's the best way to use the book as a lead magnet. So people then go to the other steps of the free value, paid value and the premium value. And ultimately, the book becomes like an active funnel. Wow, that sounds uh, really enticing. So do you help your clients with creation of this funnel and the products and how this entire strategy works around the book also? Or is it just the authoring and the publishing part? Yeah, so we started with just doing small little things. So I started Happy Self Publishing five years ago. So we only started with cover design first. Then we added editing to it. Then we added the interior design. So first it was only the book. So anybody who would just come to us wanting to get their book published, we would help them to do this through the process of self-publishing. So we don't take their rights and royalties. It is published under their name. So everything goes to the author. That was my initial three years of happy self-publishing. Then I realized that the book is so much more than just the book, right? It impacts the author's life in so many ways, not just professionally, but even personally, they go through such a big transformation, You know, they gain more self-confidence and self-respect, especially when I meet coaches, they say that now when I'm on a sales call with my client, I feel that I'm really serving them because they look at me as an authority because I have a book right now. So that is giving me more confidence to charge more and to just make a bigger impact by serving very high quality clients. So when I saw the kind of feedback that my clients were giving after their book got published, I felt that I'm not just helping people publish their books. I'm helping people create a new identity for themselves as authors. So therefore, now what we do is we give them a holistic picture. So when somebody works with us, we don't just look at the book's manuscript and start working, but we actually understand how is the book connected to the business. We give them ideas for having lead magnets inside the book. We review their website and see how the book can play an integral part of the website. And we do all of that. So it's just not the book. Wow, that's a great way of approaching the entire space of uh, book authoring, like uh, connecting it to your business. That's the way it should be done. So uh, tell me, Josna, what are some of the ways that you help your clients or probably authors in general should be marketing and promoting their books because every book cannot become an Amazon bestseller. So what are your top three ways or suggestions to how to market a book? Great. This is such a great question. So I just have a small correction to that, Roshni. I think if a book is done well, and if the steps to market it is uh, actually followed properly, every book can become an Amazon bestseller. It's not that difficult. It's not the New York Times bestseller. So Amazon bestseller is very much achievable if the quality of the book is good and the overall production, like the design and the editing and all that, if it's really top notch, then just bringing the traffic and converting is not so difficult. 
So let me now go back and answer the uh, some of the basic things that every author should be doing. What I notice happening uh, is people have a lot of excitement during the launch phase. That is when they are telling everybody about the book, but then soon after the book is launched, that excitement dies down and then the author goes ahead with the next thing in their business. They may be creating their online course, they may be building a community, so the focus moves away from the book. But I think this book should be considered as an evergreen marketing tool. And therefore, authors need to have in their monthly, whatever marketing plan they have, they should have a good portion of their resources and time allocated for marketing the book. So some of the things an author can do, again, they can divide this into two. One is how can you market to your own audience? And other is how can you market to other people's audience? Now to your own audience, however small the audience or list may be, that's okay. But from time and time again, keep repeating things from your book. Keep talking about the book in your Insta feed, in your stories, in your email signature, in your blog post, wherever you get a chance, uh, maybe one in every three posts should have something to do with your book. So the call to action everywhere should be to go and check out your book on Amazon if people have not bought it yet. So that's a nice way to remind your audience that, hey, go and do this. And an author's audience will keep getting built right over a period of time. So people who follow you a year later may not even know that you have a book. So it's important to keep talking about it, to have a dedicated page inside your website called the book landing page, where you add all the testimonials about your book. You have a feature that opens the book and lets people read one chapter from your book. You probably have a book trailer, you know, talking about just like a movie trailer. It's nice to have a book trailer. So all are, these are all certain things that an author can do for their existing audience and the people in their own community. The other thing authors should also think about is how can we expand our reach so that the book reaches people who are in other people's communities, who are following other people in the same industry. So here are some of the things I love teaching my clients. I tell them that one way is to build some great connections within your industry, not just for the transactional reason of launching my book. So you promote me uh, and I will do the same, but genuinely build connections in your industry helps in so many ways, right? Like the way the conversation we are having right now, it's just to get to know each other and see how we can help each other. So I think that's really important. And if you want, you can also interview some of them in your book, because however experienced an author is, it's always nice to bring other people's perspectives inside the book. And when you do that, there is a hundred percent chance that those people will share the book once it's launched to their audience. So that's a great way where you interview other people in your book to build that network and they are going to definitely share it once the book is launched. Also, after the book is launched, every week, go on somebody's show, go on their podcast, go on their Insta live that they're doing or wherever and give a lot of value for 30 minutes. And in the last three minutes, just talk about your book. So that way you have this constant organic way to market your book to other people's audience. So I think both are important, your audience and other people's audience. Do you often face feast and famine cycles in your business? Do you set lofty income goals but don't know how to achieve them? Then this is the time for you to wear the CEO hat and take charge of your sales with the Personal Sales Planner. This sales planner is an all-in-one tool for solopreneurs like yourself to help you manage and grow your sales every single quarter. From mindset and motivation to strategy and implementation, tracking and monitoring to review and reflection. Everything that you need to crush your sales targets and meet your income goals is within this 90-day planner. So grab one for yourself from the link given in show notes at bit.ly slash psp-37. This is the best way for you to bring in predictable revenue growth in your business. So grab your planner from bit.ly slash psp-37. The link is given in show notes. 
Wow, that's some great uh, tips that you have given because yes, a book should be considered as an evergreen marketing tool, which not many people are doing. Probably they are just moving on to the next book to author and leaving the previous one when the previous one itself has so much of potential and having a book trailer and all these things are some great tips. Yes. So uh, Josna, you've also mentioned that uh, you've been doing this business for the past five years and uh, that's yes a long period of time but uh, tell me some of the initial challenges that you faced in your business and how did you overcome it because yes of course as a person who start her business for the first time it is something which we learn on the ground so how was it for you and (laughs) what were the some early lessons that you had in your business that is so true, Rashni, because no MBA that we learn will ever teach the practical realities unless we make the mistake and learn from yes. it. It's not going to be there. So I think initially I was always calling myself an entrepreneur, but deep down I was actually having the mindset of a self-employed person. I think that was my mindset challenge, which I had to overcome. So here is the difference. When you are self-employed, you are your boss and you're also your own employee. So everything would revolve around me whether it is marketing, posting these videos, doing podcast interviews, doing the sales calls, executing all this, firefighting when something goes wrong with the clients. So everything was only me. And I would just have these um, part-time freelance, you know, these people who whom I could hire from freelance websites, they would do portions of the work to complete the project. So that is how I started it. So initially I was super happy because I didn't have to report to anybody. So it was really cool. But then I realized I was just getting burnt out by just trying to do everything myself. And that's when I started attending a lot of programs taught by real life entrepreneurs on entrepreneurship. And I realized that one big shift that I need to have is get out of this superhero syndrome and thinking that only I can do everything perfectly and actually start trusting other people and start delegating and outsourcing a lot of tasks. So that was a huge shift for me. So initially, I was just getting busier than how I was during my employee days. So that was at one point, I just felt, should I just give up all this and start doing something else? But then luckily, I decided maybe I'm not doing something right. Maybe I should learn from others. And a lot of my business mentors, coaches, the people whom I'm just following or even reading their books, all of that really helped. And today I'm really focused on building it as a business so that the business is dependent on systems and teams to execute things. And it's not solely dependent on me. I've not reached that 100% level yet, but I'm really happy that I'm walking towards that direction. Yeah, kudos to you. In fact, uh, I just saw your Instagram post today, just before this recording that you have shared your team photograph of like 15, 20 people on your team. And we have so, more than 25 yes. now. Yeah, awesome. Congratulations. So yeah, you've learned those early lessons and um, you've actually come to a place that you have actualized those learning lessons, built a team who is now yeah more than 25 people in it. So that's great. So now having traveled this journey of uh, five years, now what do you think is some of the best sales strategies or the techniques or what has changed in your business in terms of how you are getting clients, how you are serving them from what it was like five years back? Yeah. So five years back, if you see our website, it'll have all these payment buttons that will lead to PayPal. Book cover design, $99. Just click this and go there. I used to think it'll work that way. It did work initially, but because the price points were low, 
I didn't have enough number of clients to scale up that model. Then I started realizing that I don't need to be selling these small little services, but if I can package it and offer a complete solution to my clients, I would start attracting more high value clients who are having bigger goals, who are themselves doing great things. And they will kind of understand and appreciate the value that they're getting from us. And they won't really mind to pay a higher dollar amount for all the services that we are doing for them. So I think the evolution has been first in our uh, products. Instead of having these small little services, we've started creating packages. And then comes our pricing. Initially, the way I used to price uh, Roshni was I would see, okay, if I have to design a cover, this designer is charging me $50. So I will just keep a profit and I would just mark it up and decide the price. Right. But now I am now uh, doing it the other way. I'm thinking, how can this book create an impact in the life of my author client? What kind of speaking opportunities are they going to get? How is their coaching fee going to increase after this book is out? So what's the real value of this book in their life? And I just charge a 10% of that big value. And that itself is a huge price today as compared to how I used to charge before. It's all about the value that I'm offering as compared to the cost I'm incurring. So that has been a huge shift again. Now uh, talking about the sales process, initially I used to myself feel, is it really going to be worth it? When I'm getting on the call, I would have this apprehension if the client would uh, feel that this is really valuable enough. So I myself was not confident about those things. Will I be paying this price or not? Then once I started investing in coaches who would charge $10,000 and more, I realized that I have now become a client who is willing to pay a high price. So I think in the energy world, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe. So I'm able to attract clients who are willing to pay us more. So before it was just simple sales call. So we call it sales call, but actually for the client, it's a book strategy call. So they would book a 30 minute call with me where I would help them discover if their book's topic is right, if the strategy around the book is right. And at the end of the call, if we both feel that we are a good fit, if I feel that whatever we are offering is going to help them, then I would actually open up our website and walk them through our uh, program. If not, I would refer them to somebody else who can do this uh, in a different way. So this has been my process so far. But recently, I've uh, realized that for selling something that's more than $10,000 in value, just that 30-minute call is really not enough. Because in the minds of the client, they must be thinking, oh my God, this person is living in the other part of the world. I really don't know if they even have an office. How can I trust? Though we have all our testimonials and all those wonderful things on our website, I feel it still takes a bit of time for them to know me before they actually fall in love with me and, you know, decide to work with me. To elongate that in a sales process intentionally, I've created something called a bootcamp now. In fact, as we are talking right now, my bootcamp is going on. So every day inside my closed Facebook group, I have a five-day bootcamp happening. So I'm going to do this every two months so that all my marketing efforts leads to the Facebook group where regularly they're getting nurtured, they're getting value, they're having a lot of engagement with other authors. And then once in a while, I'll be doing this five-day bootcamp where I'm giving more value, tons of information and inspiration uh, so that they trust us fully, they know what they're getting into. And finally, at the end of this bootcamp, I'll actually be selling them my program. Right. So within this Facebook group, you are maintaining that engagement on a regular basis, like aside of the bootcamp as well, or it is just the boot camps during which you 
give the value and engage with the people who are within the group yeah so it is really important that they get regular value so that it's not just about the boot camp but even otherwise they should be feeling that this facebook group is something they should mark for notifications so we keep posting all our content inside the facebook group other than that there is a lot of exclusive stuff they get like a weekly live call with me they get to have some exclusive interviews happening in the facebook group so my team members are also active in the group to answer their questions and point them to the right resources so that way constantly every day there is something happening but the grand finale is the boot camp awesome awesome so uh, yeah i really liked the two points that you highlighted earlier that uh, people don't respond to what you are asking they respond to your energy so like you said your vibe attracts your tribe so like they are actually responding to your energy when you are asking that price and the fact that you have to decide your pricing according to the customer's mindset and what they are thinking about the value they are getting from your product program or service so so yeah those are some uh, very valuable insights that you have given so on a closing note josna anything else that you want to share with our listeners so i think most of our listeners are people who've already started their business or who are thinking about starting their business right so i feel uh, especially women i think business is the most powerful tool you can uh, have to uh, have an empowered life so i think once i kind of started seeing success in my business every other area of my life also started working well i became healthier i have better relationships with my family i have more time for my hobbies so i felt that if your career and your business is working well everything else can be easily sorted and improved therefore to improve the business the number one skill that every entrepreneur should master i keep learning more and more about this skill which is sales sales is i think a service that we're doing to our clients if we truly believe in what we are selling then it's our duty to make sure that more and more people actually benefit from what we are doing i now look at selling as like this fun thing you know i'm doing a favor by actually talking about what i do so that people actually get value out of it so it's, it's a wonderful skill to learn and i'm so glad roshni that through your work and through the podcast you are empowering so many people to do this yeah thank you so much and yes i love that thing that you mentioned that yes sales is fun so when you start enjoying the process and embrace selling it as a way that you are serving your clients and you doing a favor by letting them know that yes you are here to help them so yeah that's something great you can do for them and for the world at large so yeah it was great to have this conversation with you jyotsna thank you so much for being here thank you so much roshni Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. I'm sure you were able to find some key learnings and takeaways from today's episode which will help you grow your business to the next level. And if that's the case, make sure that you share this episode with two of your business buddies because you never know that they might also find some insight which will help them in their business. Knowledge after all grows by sharing it further. Right? So do share it with two of your business buddies. Also, if you like Asus's podcast consider sharing five star review and rating on apple itunes because that will help us take the podcast to many more women just like yourself who are looking to find sales success in their business also it will mean the world to us especially myself and my team who are putting loads of efforts to bring this podcast to you and lastly remember to connect with me on instagram at @roshni_baronia because i would love to know more about you your business and what is it that you need help with when it comes to selling so connect with me on instagram leave a review and share the podcast with two of your business buddies i will meet you next thursday stay tuned and stay safe and happy selling